Welcome to the Cap City Outfitters Podcast. Uh, this is episode 136. You've got Chris and Brian, and today we're going to talk about opportunity costs and the downsides to waiting to do things like buy your first gun, uh, purchase a rifle for home defense, get a suppressor and SBR, or contacting your Congress critters uh, about making your voice heard regarding pending legislation and other shenanigans happening in Washington. Absolutely. Guys, when you come in the shop, um, you know, there's a there's about a 90% chance that when you walk in and you see something you want and you make this noise, oh, it's right there, oh, um, and then don't buy it. Um, that's, the, you know, we, we joke around with folks that that's cool because the fact that you just reacted to the toy that you wanted, um, but then chose not to buy it because of better sense, um, a redhead scary wife, uh, I don't know, some other reason, uh, you need new tires for the car, the kids need shoes for school, um, you know, an actual realistic logical reason you chose to be responsible and not buy it, that's okay, because all that means is that the next guy that walks through the door is probably going to buy it, it's good for us. Uh, we tease people about that all the time. Uh, and, we, and we'll say things like, man, that gun looks really good on you, you know, or hey, that's got 14 grams of sex appeal. But the reality check is, um, we truly do live in a world where, you know, he who hesitates is lost. Um, if you're, you know, you're coming in and you're chewing on it and you don't, you can't come up with a good reason other than, you know, you shouldn't, or the wife will be pissed or whatever. The wife's going to be pissed whether you buy it yesterday, today, or tomorrow. That's not really an issue. If, if you have that wife, you married her, that's your problem, brother. Um, if she's going to be hot, she's going to be hot. That's just the way it is. Um, but the, the why wait thing, uh, especially in times of scarcity, like right now, um, the best time to buy a gun, we have guys come in and they go like, oh, well, when's a good time to stop in and pick up ammo? When's a good time to get a good price on this? And 2019. 2019 was a good time. Um, Orange Man bad. Orange Man bad. Um, really bad for gun sales. Orange Man bad for ammo sales. Orange Man bad, except Orange Man make good prices for guns and ammo. Um, all, all you guys on the right, um, all you, are you conservatives? Uh, not all of you, but a lot of you took a nap, um, under the Trump administration. You felt safe. You didn't feel like guns were going to go anywhere. Curiously enough, Trump passed more gun control than Obama did. Um, but we don't get into that because orange man bad. So, you know, there's a reality check around why wait. The time to do a lot of this stuff is when it's not scarce. It's when it's not crazy. It's when it's not sideways. It's when it's in front of you. And you can get it. And I don't care where you're at. I mean, we have guys coming in here. We just had a dude in the store this week from Alabama talking about a scarcity of ammo, um, availability of ammo, common hunting rounds, turkey loads, stuff like that. Some not common stuff. It doesn't exist. And he's up here and looking at stuff. And it's like, I'm in the land of plenty. Um, and he's like, yeah, the prices suck, but I'm buying stuff because in Alabama, you can't get it. Um, you know, so it, it, understand that there's, there is a certain why wait. So you sit down and you write up a list of pros and cons. Hopefully somebody at some point in your life told you if you have a big decision to make or a costly decision to make or a decision with consequences and God affords you time, sit down and make a list of reasons why you should, pros, and a reason, list of reasons why you shouldn't, cons, and weigh them out and make that decision based on rational, regional, you know, reasonable thought uh, but getting your first gun, we have a lot of folks come in and there's impediments to buying their first gun. Cost. What's the wife going to say? Not sure the wife's on board. But the world got really freaking weird and I feel like I'm responsible for the safety of my family. If you genuinely feel like you're responsible for the safety of your family, um, then you should be having that conversation with a significant other if you have one. 
Um, and if there's not anybody in the way, then you should be doing it. Uh, there are certain things that you're called to do uh, as a human being, as a parent, as an adult, or whatever. And not everyone's a protector, but most folks have it somewhere inside. And if the right tool for that's, you know, your first gun, then, you know, probably you need to figure that out. Um, a lot of people talk about, you know, oh, I should get training first. Well, go take training with your gun. So buy your gun and then go take a class. Get that class scheduled and get the gun before the class. However that works out, no big deal. Um, you know, you, it, it's hard to go take a training class and then use a different gun, different system than what you're going to be purchasing or what you could end up purchasing and you put yourself behind the eight ball with that. Most of this audience is probably already aware of that and probably past that stage of the game, but having that conversation with your buddy who's on the fence and isn't sure, great way to go. Um, we talk about the same thing with the first rifle, the optics of owning an AR for home defense or, you know, a long gun for home defense that, you know, isn't your uncle buddy's, you know, duck gun that's got a 32-inch barrel and doesn't look scary to anybody, um, you know, might be a little easier to swing by the wife if that's, again, if that's that impediment. Sorry all the wives out there that we're picking on that are pro-gun and gun folks. Um, I'm sexist. I think I was born that way. But either way, anyway... Um, the reality check is, you know, if, if, if the rifle's the better tool, if the shotgun's the better tool, whatever, I don't care. Um, why, are, why are we waiting? What are we weighing out? What are we trying to figure out? Um, you know, prices have, have normalized. They are not going to go back to where they were in 18 and 19, but prices have normalized across the market in a lot of places. We've never gone above MSRP. The stuff's out there. Why are we waiting? Um, the next time something kicks off and you're going, crap, I wish I'd bought that gun. Um, heaven forbid the foot thumps on the door and somebody's kicking in your door and you hit your ring um, app on your phone and there's three dudes out there um, with their hoodies pulled up and guns in their hands um, and they're trying to beat their way through your door for some reason and it might be because the dude next door is a butthole and owes them money and they just knocked on the wrong door um, you you know that's the time when it's too late at that point you know so so again why wait um, we hear it all the time with silencers with suppressors with NFA items SBRs and stuff like that where a buddy comes in with the guy who's picking up his suppressor, his silencer, and he's like, man, if I'd have done this six months ago, I'd be picking mine up too, and kicking it around, kicking the can down the road. Um, the reality check is either you can afford the can at a $200 tax stamp or you can't. The, the impediment to doing it, the, well, I don't want to wait for it. Well, then you don't want one. It's no big deal. You know, it's no big deal at all. Um, you know, the Georgia Satellite song, you know, keep your hands to yourself until I get a wedding ring kind of thing. You don't want to wait for it and move on down the road. There's somebody else out there. But if it's what you actually want, get in line for it and, you know, and get it when you can kind of mentality. But the longer you wait, the longer you'll wait. And then you'll have to wait. Yeah. And hopefully ATF lead times don't go stupid again. I don't know if Sleepy Joe hasn't caught on that we're getting suppressors in six months and doesn't know that and hasn't figured out that he could cut the staff by half and triple that time. You know, or what's going on there. But right now, six months is the best it's been since I've been in the industry. Um, you know, same thing with, you know, training, um, you know, the training versus the gun conversation, the chicken or the egg. Um, you know, like I said, I, you're going to need the gun to train with. You might as well train with the gun you own or you're going to own. Um, get ahead of that game in that regard, whether it's rifle, pistol, whatever. Uh, the other thing is training classes. A lot of people put off training classes because it's a huge commitment. It's a time commitment. You can go buy a gun in an hour. Um, and a lot of times, often way less than that here if you have a concealed carry permit. Um, putting off the training class because it's a commitment in travel expenses, etc., in hotel room, you know, this, that, that kind of ammo. Ammo. Uh, yeah, ammo is a big boy right now, right? Because it's going to cost you twice as much to take that class now than if you'd done it in 2017, 18, or 19. Um, you know, the reality is the training industry, 
um, it was going full gangbusters. Everybody in the world wanted to take a class that were buying guns. That's died down already. And we're taught, you know, instructors out there, I don't know what the class schedule, how full the classes are now. Um, but the price of training didn't really go up significantly except for the cost and the travel expenses associated with it. Well, with gas now at three bucks a gallon. And thanks, Sleepy Joe. Yeah, thanks a bunch, Joe. Um, here we go. Um, so, you know, that's kind of that why wait around the equipment. You know, get get set up. If you've got a, if you've got a reason, I mean, the, your, your dollars are your dollars. They're not mine. And, you know, and, and in sales, I've, guys, I've been a salesman for, uh, somebody would probably tell you since puberty, um, but the reality check is I've been trying to sell something to somebody, let me tell you. Um, the reality check is, is you know, it, it, you can't sell poor. If you don't have the money to buy something, you can't buy it. If you want a Ferrari, um, that's cool, but if you're a college kid and you got, you know, no money coming in, buying a Ferrari is probably not going to happen for you. I get it. That's, that's totally reasonable. But squirreling away some cash and making choices about your priorities is a different conversation. And I'm not here to preach to you about that because they're your priorities. But these are conversations, again, that we have almost every single day about somebody trying to fig trying to wait things out, thinking that there's going to be some magical, optimal time to do whatever that is. Um, uh, you, know, uh, you know, who dares is, is going to get the girl. So, you know, ask kind of thing. Go do it. Go make your move. Um, also talk about this around some some legislative slash uh, regulatory things. And before I move on to those, anything you would think to add to the get off your ass and do it? Yeah, I mean, just just get in, get in line, get get it done. Um, you know, training with your own gun um, makes a big difference. Yep. Um, if you're borrowing guns from, you know, from the school or from the instructor, you are now inheriting any problems that that system has with the gun, with the mags. Yeah. Um, which could be downtime could be, that you're could paying be downtime for. that you're not training. Yep. Uh, you're also not gaining familiarity, you know, with your pistol, your rifle, your sights, your trigger, your sights, holster, trigger. Yep. Uh, so there's there's a lot of advantages, you know, to taking your own weapon to the class. Uh, you know, if you you gotta have, you can't, you know, the wife or whatever won't let you have the gun until you're done the training. It, you know, borrow a gun from a trusted friend and go that route. Yep. Or find a friend who go to the class with you and. If they don't want to just loan you a gun, but that way you got a you got something to work with that buy the gun and keep it in there safe. Yeah, buy the gun and keep it in there safe. Rent rent safe space from a buddy until you go take the training, but take the training with your gun. You know, kind of mentality. There's 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 ways to make this happen, and and keep the other half happy, and that matters. We we all want to do that. So, um, absolutely. So I got to push this into. The ATF specifically, but legislative and regulatory issues. Defund the ATF. <clears throat> defund the ATF. Hashtag defund the ATF. Um, hashtag don't trust people with up down upside down smiles, Chipman. Um, that dude's a freak. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, um, bump stocks, rare breed triggers, um, the FRT trigger systems that fire on reset, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, there are a lot of us out there in the gun world that said, dude, a, a bump stock's a toy. It's a party trick. It's fun. It's a great way to go waste ammo, but you're masturbating. You're not getting any work done. You're having a good time. It feels good, but you're not accomplishing anything with it. Um, the, you know, I would, I would opine that some of the full auto-ish that aren't full auto, but act like full auto-ish triggers, um, that's not my thing. If it's your thing, that's totally cool. Bump stocks aren't my thing. If it's your thing, it's totally cool. I, I, don't, I have zero issue with ownership of those devices. Um, I also have zero issue with ownership of 
200 plus horsepower motorcycles. It's not my thing. I don't want to spend money on them. It's cool as shit. I'm just not going to do it. And I'm not going to, it's just not where I'm going to put my money. Um, 900 horsepower Hellcats. <laughs> That's freaking cool. Not going to spend my money on one. I got nowhere to use one kind of mentality. Um, and, and everybody's sitting back and a lot of us, a lot of the guys, we're serious gun guys. I'm serious about guns. The bump stock's not serious. Uh, those rear breed triggers, they're not serious. I don't give a crap about serious. It's, it's something that somebody should not be allowed to tell you you can't have one. Now, let's segue into, I have an AR pistol with an arm brace on it that you've said, hey, this is okay. I went and bought one. Now, all of a sudden, that brace may become illegal. You've had a 90-day period to contact the ATF and tell them, this is horse crap. You're legislating. You don't get to legislate. You get to regulate based on legislation. And if you haven't called them, if you haven't made noise, make that noise. Because now it's something that matters to literally 10 million or more people. Um, why are we waiting to do that? Why have we put it off? If you haven't done it, you got a few day or two weeks left, something like that. Um, you know, get on board with that and do some of those things. We, again, a lot of folks in the store, they're busy with life. And you say, hey, you know, they're like, well, have you heard anything on the brace? And I'm like, have you called? Or commented actually commented yeah yeah i mean the if you, brace it's a comment it's a to, comment yeah to the national registry or register yeah um, gun owners of america and the firearms policy coalition both have really good tools to do that with um, but make sure that your comment is properly formatted and has the right headings and things on it to make it legit yeah um so please check out uh, gun owners of america and firearms policy coalition um, and they can help you make a comment um, leave the profanity out if there's profanity in it. Um, the ATF has reason to disregard your comment and not respond to it. Yeah, it, profanity, threats, anything like that. Make it professional. I mean, if you want to be heard, make it professional like you should anyway as an adult. Um, you know, there's this reality check, too, that there's a lot of guys out there that they're like, well, I'm not going to do that because it'll put me on some list. Um, well, if you're concerned about being put on some list, you're already on a list. Don't, don't worry about it. It's too late. Unless you've never bought ammo, guns, or anything else with a credit card, unless you've never clicked on a Jaeger video on YouTube, um, you know, you're already on a list. So don't, don't even, you know, there's some things that you've got to get beyond that. Being worried about being on a list, um, unless you're literally like a ninja monk assassin, you're on a list. So, you know, if you're not wearing a, a yeah, well, anyway, let's, we'll just leave that alone. You're, you're already on a list. Go ahead and go comment. Let people know where you're at. Um, by the same token, um, call, write, and educate your legislator, um, Congress people, Congress critter, senators, state, um, and federal both. Um, let them know where you stand. You know, if you've got some things that you want to draw lines in the sand about and say, hey, these are things I expect from you. This is why I voted for you. Or these are reasons why I will continue to not vote for you and your ilk is because you don't support these things that I believe in. Um, blah, 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 blah. And sometimes that may feel like you're, you know, you're urinating into a serious headwind. But the reality check is it's a voice and it's been heard. And, and at some point, the wind's going to shift. And those people, they're constantly licking their finger and holding it to the air, to the wind, to know which way the wind's blowing. Because all they care about is getting reelected for the most part. So if you let them know that, you know, what's coming from which direction when the wind changes, that's probably a good thing for them to know. 
but there's no reason not to do it. There are form letters out there, again, GOA, Buckeye Firearms, Gunners of America, um, um, you know, there's, there's all kind of places out there you can go to that have this stuff already ginned up and ready to rock and roll. Um, utilize those sources. It doesn't require a tremendous, tremendous amount of brain power. Um, if you are seriously articulate and maybe you want to come at it from a different angle than other folks or you think you've got a different reason to look at it that way, then by all means, write that letter and come at it from a different angle. That may be what persuades somebody. Again, profanity and threats, leave them out. Be professional. Be an adult. Um, it's okay to enumerate consequences, but, but to make threats is, is just not a good idea. Um, you know, but, but let folks know what's going on. The same thing goes with folks close to you. If somebody, you know, or, or not close to you, but maybe neighbors and things like that, you're having a conversation, you know, somebody's anti-gun, don't shove it down their throat. But if they come to you with a curiosity or a question, have a conversation about it without stepping up on the pulpit and preaching, um, talk to them, let them know what's going on. Let them know your why, explain why, you know? Um, but you know, basically the whole why wait thing, it, it, this is, this is a battle that we've been losing for 40 freaking years. Because somebody, we keep waiting. We'll do that another day. We'll procrastinate and put that off. Um, and the why wait thing, you know, if it sounds like I'm preaching, I am. I am preaching today. The right reverend has spoken. Yes, praise the Lord. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, um, it, 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 anything else you want to throw into that? Yeah, I mean, there were a whole bunch of us in 1992 yeah. that never thought anything would happen, and then all of a sudden there was an assault weapons ban that yeah. lasted for 10 years. Yeah, I woke up in 1994 to a law that was pointed squarely at 0.2% of all crime committed, but took away assault weapons and effectively, you know, in, in their normal trim, um, took away assault weapons, mag capacities, and things like that a, on a federal level. So all you guys sitting back going, oh, that'll never happen, um, pull your head out of your ass because it's already happened before. Um, you know, all gun laws are infringements on your civil rights. Yeah, I mean, the same thing with, uh, what was it, 1986, the Firearm Owners Protection yep. Act that banned yeah. new full auto stuff. Yep. Uh, that got signed by Ronald Reagan. Uh, well, yeah. in 1968, a de facto registry, a Form 4473. Yep. Guys, I, every time you fill out one of those forms, whether you do it electronically at, at you know, advances or whether you do it on paper here, um, no matter what, anytime you fill out one of those forms, whether it's electronic, whether it's paper, whether it's whatever, uh, guess what? That We have to keep that on file for 30 years by law. If the business closes down, we don't throw them away, guys. They get sent to Martinsburg, West Virginia, and they get scanned into a system, uh, a supposedly non-searchable database, my ass. Um, ask me about that someday in the shop, and I'll tell you why that's not true either, and I'll tell you exactly how I know. Um, but the reality check is there's a searchable database. So, you know, it's it just the, the why wait? Why not have these conversations? It's especially let your politicians, let your municipal politicians know, let your local politicians know, let your state politicians know, and let your federal politicians know where you stand on this stuff. Um, you know, and, and move on from there. So, but why are we waiting to do this? We've, we've got to have some movement on this. This uh, The brace thing is what's slapping a lot of guys and a lot of our customers in the face, which is why we're pushing this conversation right now, because it keeps popping. I keep getting that question multiple times a day. What's going to happen with the braces? Have you called? Have you gone and commented? Have you gone and done your thing? We posted it. We posted it on our newsletter and on our website repeatedly. Um, and I know a lot of other places have too. I mean, I receive emails every day from different organizations that are with reminders and have for the last 90 days. 
Um, if you're asking that question, what's going on with braces, and you haven't done something about it, you're probably part of the problem. You're definitely not part of the solution. Um, and I don't mean to be harsh about that, but I mean to be harsh about it. I'm, I'm throwing it out there right now. Um, I don't know if there's anything else I want to preach. I'm, I'm running out of breath, and I might fall off my soapbox and sprain my ankle, and then I wouldn't be able to sell you guns today, and that would be horrible. Yeah. The last thing I'll throw out there, why wait to go buy in bulk tar and feathers? Stock up on tar and feathers now because it feels like you might need them. Why wait? We might start selling tar and feather bulk kits in the shop. Think about that. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, on that note, when those tar and feather kits are available, they'll probably <laughs> get posted on our social media, the Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> you can follow us <laughs> at, uh, on those platforms as long as the commie bastards let us stick around to search for Cap City Outfitters. Um, <laughs> we also send out an email newsletter once a week. It goes out on Fridays. You can sign up for that on our website, capcityoutfitters.com. Or send us an email to Cap City, to info at capcityoutfitters.com, and we'll add you to the newsletter list. Uh, also on our website, you can find valuable information, such as how to do an FFL transfer, or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com. Uh, we're here in Hilliard, Ohio. We're at 4465 Cemetery Road. Uh, we're in front of the Aldi's, and we're directly next to Louis Fusion Grill. We're here 10 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. And we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for tuning in.